What's up, Chaotic Logic listeners? Something we forgot to mention in the episode is there will be spoiler discussions here. We're going to be talking about uh, what actually happened in the episodes and what we hope and think could be happening in future episodes. So I uh, just want to give you guys a heads up that there's be spoilers ahead. So uh, go ahead and hop on Amazon, watch the show, and then come on back and uh, listen to uh, what we got to say about it. Once again, spoilers ahead. You're listening to Chaotic Logic. You're listening to Chaotic Logic. You're listening to Chaotic Logic. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Chaotic Logic. My name is Charlie. Sitting to my left is Jeff. Sitting straight in front of me is Eric. And today we got something a little special for y'all. This is not one of our just usual episodes. Uh, we are going to do a slight um, breakdown and reaction. Bonus content. Bonus content of Amazon's Bonus. Vox Machina, the Legends of Vox Machina, which released a couple days ago, um, and we are all huge fans of. Oh yeah, um, of Critical Role, which is kind of the base content. Uh, before we jump into our reactions and breakdowns, let's kind of get into how we are kind of how we know Critical Role, how long we've been fans, and oh yeah, what got us into, what got us into the Critical Role real quick, so yeah. we can break down what Critical Role is for the people, all the listeners out there who yeah. don't know what we're talking about. <clears throat> yeah. So Critical Role is a show that was put on by a bunch of um, voice actors on Twitch a few years back. Uh, they had a home game that they would play a whole bunch. Then they, um, what was it, Felicia Day? A big friend of theirs say, yeah. "Hey, this is great. You guys should record it." Yeah, and stream on uh, Geek and Sundry. Her, her yeah, yeah, her network. And, and then they they became really big, really famous. Uh, a lot of followers followed the show. Uh, then a few years back, they decided, "Let's do a Kickstarter. We're going we're going to animate this first campaign." Yeah, look, looking for like like three quarters of a million dollars or something like that. Over like, like a, I think it was like seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then uh, they put it on Kickstarter, and the fans were like. No, we want we want more. Yeah, here's eleven million dollars. <laughs> eleven million dollars, Eric. You hear that? Yeah, eleven million, eleven million dollars. Million. Yeah. I've been a huge fan. Eric got me into it. Yeah, really. Okay, I actually didn't know that. I thought you were the antithesis of all the snar group. Okay. No, I am uh, definitely somebody who got on late. Like the first campaign was over by the time I started listening to it. Okay. Um, and they were there was talks about the second campaign, so I just binged yeah. it. It took me a very long time to catch up, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. that's the best part of a commute is you can listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. guys. Yep. Uh, so I streamed it, and then uh, yeah. What about you, Eric? How did you first get into? It? You're the starting point. You're actually you're wearing a um, uh, Critical Role shirt right now. I just noticed <laughs> that. That's funny. I found it on YouTube and I watched it. Oh, nice. Really? You just kind of yeah. just stumbled upon it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yes, I think I heard about it from one of you guys. I. I, I th- I can't remember which one of you or when, but yeah, I heard about oh, one of you Probably Eric. He, he went. It must have been, yeah. He went to Comic Con, and he met every single person individually. Yes, I did, except Ashley, right? Yeah. Well, she yeah. wasn't there that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've all become big fans. Um, same thing. I caught up real quick. Um, I had a long commute. Plus, I was driving in a truck for you know ten hours a day, so it was easy to catch back up. But became a huge fan. And when that Kickstarter launched, it was so funny. You know, they looked for nothing, and they went up to that much, and. Uh, then Amazon picked it up and everyone got real excited. So I'm real excited and happy to finally be able to break it down and talk about it a little bit. Yeah, the fans paid for the first season. Amazon paid for the second. And we all get a reward from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, jumping right into the show itself, like as soon as it opened up, like my first vision of it was just, I thought it was perfect. I love the art. I think Titmouse did a great job on the art. Mm-hmm. Um, 
starting where it's like you're looking like it's going to be serious, your standard kind of Americanized anime cartoon, and then just over the top violence. Oh yeah, kind of set the tone mm-hmm. for. I was like, okay, I was worried they were going to dumb it down and like kid it down, but they oh. came out swinging right out the gates. Like, no, 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 this is for the fans. This is adult. We're going to have swearing. We're going to have some over the top violence, and we we just kind of jumped right into it, and then. You're caught off guard by that, and then you hear like a you hear David Tennant's voice. For me, that was huge. You know, being a huge right, right in the very beginning of the very first episode. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The first act, like voice actor you hear outside of uh, Matt Mercer's narration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, is David Tennant. It's like wow, like. And then you know, I was thinking of how that happened because I think Sam Regal directed some Ducktales or something. Did I he think. really? I, I didn't think know that. so. And then that's how <laughs> that makes sense. And yeah, then David awesome. Tennant was on Ducktales. Oh, I love that. I believe. The, the remake of Ducktales. Yeah, yeah. doing it. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, David Tennant and Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, yeah. So I think that I think I'm guessing that's the the, the crossover there. I'm, I'm assuming that's kind of how that that happened. Um, but that's really cool. You know, seeing that they got in some really big name people to actually be a part of this. Here and, are Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite Doctor. Same. And then. Uh, yeah, just I, I loved it from the jump. I mean, you know, and then just you finally see everybody in the bar. You get the Vox Machina. You see him there drinking, doing what they do. And what were your guys' initial reactions when it first opened up? What did you guys think? Uh, so uh, I uh, went in completely blind. I hadn't seen any of the trailers or anything. So I wasn't even expecting all the uh, blood in the in the set of titties we see in the bar yeah during yeah. the fight oh my mm-hmm. god yeah that was like out of nowhere <laughs> yeah and, and not just like titties but like sexual acts like scanlon's like yeah. going down i was like wow <laughs> all right <laughs> what are you doing to my daughter <laughs> yeah it's like boobs you and, don't know about that boobs yeah. and butts real quick and then scanlon's nuts like yeah, somebody <laughs> got his little berries. Yeah, somebody had to sit down and fucking <laughs> animate, animate Scanlan's like Scanlan's nuts. nuts. It's like yeah. stuff like that, and then like Red Dead Redemption, the horse taking a shit. Yeah. Well, it's like somebody had to spend somebody spent their day animating a pair of gnome testicles. Yeah, that's no, phenomenal to me. You no, know, and, and and all that's really great and stuff too. But there was also the the effort put in in the characters and stuff, and like it yes. was directly pulled yeah. from the the campaign, yeah. mm-hmm. like. Uh, we we get introduced to everybody in a in a bar scene, and it's yeah. it's it's guys. It's a D and D show, and we start with the party in the tavern in a bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know I love that, and I, I I'm gonna say this many times throughout this because there are a lot of moments. I write this in my notes a lot as I was watching this that it feels like a D and D game. It does. It, it feels so much like a game of D and D, and I'll point out moments as we're kind of talking about it that it really felt like it to me. But yeah, like. Yeah, um, with with each of the characters and stuff, I I really love that they really emphasize each of their classes, and not in explanation or expletive or anything like that. It's just in their actions and things that they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we we were talking about it as a group like Vax. Uh, every single time he attacks anything, there's always a moment of he hides first. He's hiding. Yeah, yeah, he's hiding. Yeah. 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 And even like in some later on fights, again, we'll kind of get into it later, but like. With certain people doing certain things, like there's just like that's a buff spell, that because that's what that class does, and that's what she did in the game. She was kind of uh, a buffer. She was a um, support class. support. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Um, she was a support. So it's really cool to see them actually look at this as a D and D show, not a like cartoon show or an action thing, where it's a show based on D and D and that system. Oh, it's is really still cool. kind of there. It's really cool seeing the way that that stuff works in mm-hmm. a visual context when you're so used to playing. Like you're describing to everybody else, don't you guys see what I see? Mm-hmm. Now every time <laughs> I'm gonna be sitting at the table, I'm gonna be like, all right, 
when I do this, it's going to kind of like, remember in the show when they did this? It kind of <laughs> like, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I really don't have a lot of um, negative to say. One of the few things I did, and I felt this really early, like even in kind of like the first bar scene when they first start speaking, is like they cussed in the show, and I'm totally fine with cussing, mm-hmm. but sometimes it feels a little forced and a little much, where it's like, it's almost for the shock factor of showing, and maybe it'll tone it down as it goes, so they're just kind of showing up front how it's going to be. I, I really think yeah, as the episodes I, I hope, go, because yeah. like the by the time we got in the third episode, the flow of the episodes were much different. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think they already had kind of the initial idea of what the animated series was going to be when they first planned the Kickstarter, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was that pre-adventure to the campaign. Because like anybody who listens to Critical Role that first campaign, it doesn't start at the beginning. It starts at like, um like a, a early midway point through a campaign yeah, yeah yeah so um you get the context of here's what happened just before that and mm-hmm. that's kind of what the animated series was going to be like there's a couple episodes special but now we're going into like a bunch more stuff and there's just it's it's really cool yeah you know? it is. it's it's really nice to see like because there's so many adaptations of so many things where it just it falls short of what the trueness of the show was and what the fans wanted mm-hmm. and this is so it's like a breath of fresh air to have something like created that is an actual ode to the fans. And there's so much in this that is. Yeah, have, yeah. <laughs> having a fandom that was actually not underwhelmed with the content. Yeah. 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 I, I'm a part of a lot of different communities on Facebook and YouTube, and, or not YouTube, like Twitch and all that. Jesus, Twitter and all that about Critical Role. And I haven't seen really anything negative yet. Speaking of Eric, you had a really good hot take about this. Like, I don't think it's a hot take at all. <laughs> no. Oh, the... Let him, let him yeah. speak. The animation on the dragon looks like shit. Oh, my God. Dude. Yeah. It looks bad. Yeah, you pointed that out, and I can't unsee it. Yeah. It's like a odd, like, 3D sort of animation when everything else isn't. It looks so like it, a... It's out of place, and it's just distracting. It looks like a Digimon card on, yes. on screen. It looks like a, a foil Digimon card on screen. Did... Digimon card for sure. Yeah. And that's when I first saw it, that's exactly what I felt. I was like, this looks different than the rest of the art, which I get. Because I think, again, this is how I justified it in my mind. I could be totally just grasping at straws. But the way I justified it was that, like, dragons are kind of otherworldly. There's something different. And so they're trying to set it, make it look different than everything else in the world. But even if that's what they're doing, there are better ways they could have done it. Because it does not look great. Everything else about how it looks is incredible. Yeah. Oh my god. I it just dawned on me what the dragon looks like it's from. What? Like the animation style. Like I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and everything else in the show reminds me of that nineties nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like like yeah. the old like cartoons and stuff. It's very nice. Every part of it, even the dragon. Mm-hmm. The dragon hopped on and I was like, That belongs in reboot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah. how how Bad the 3D looks on it. Yeah, it does not look great, which is surprising because Titmouse is a great a great animation house. They do a lot of great stuff. I mean, and I think it was an art choice. It's just an art choice that I don't yeah. really... I don't think it was an art choice. I think it was an ease of animation choice. How do we have something this big in the background that's moving right? Like, yeah. it, it, it anatomically moves the way that I think it's supposed to move, mm-hmm. but... In doing that, like Eric's right, it broke the immersion of the 2D world. Yeah. Well, because a lot of the movement like, in the rest of the show is very um, like comic bookish, very blocky, very yeah. like rigid yeah. movements. Yeah, where it's not even almost movement; it's like shifting position. Yeah, we can't see something. that. It's yeah, a, it's an audio platform. I know. Sorry, I'm, I know. Sorry, I'm trying to think <laughs> of it in my head too. I'm using my hands. It's like a shifting, like um, just a shifting of, of uh, 
Oh Lord, I'm forgetting my words today. I words shifting lines. lines and colors yes. like a cartoon, yes. like an animated film. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like a flip book, like a, like a flip book. Yeah, like a just, flip book. No, actually, that's actually good. Yeah, where it's just it's the next um, drawing, stiff drawing. Where there's not like smooth animation in between. Where it's just like the next vision you're seeing, which I I, I dig because it's like panels. It, yeah, panels. Thank you. Like okay. it, it fits. I think it fits really well. I I, I love what they've done. Um, Scanlan, I'm gonna need more songs. Yes. I loved I loved the songs yeah. like introducing themselves to the uh Oh when the, he the introduced king, himself uh, to yeah. uh, like when he dropped that beat. Uriel yeah, yeah. yeah and putting the song like <laughs> get some water ho- hide your daughter <laughs> yeah. and then again this is one of those moments where it feels like a D&D campaign because the yeah. bard is getting into it and the rest of the party is just like oh Christ here we go I yeah. was <laughs> I was really nervous coming into the show because they don't have the royalties on the songs that he was um, parroting before yeah, yeah, yeah. but like his, his it's Sam. Yeah, yeah. So he he yeah. wrote some he wrote some beats. <laughs> That's one thing I wasn't worried about. Um, because like exactly, it's Sam. He's got it. Yeah. He's gonna write some great shit. It's fine. Yeah. When my wife and I were watching as we like the first song happened and Sam started singing, my wife looks at me and goes, "Oh Christ, it's Eric." Yeah, I was like, yeah, the, yep, yep, hundred percent. Yeah, that's that is <laughs> that, Eric. That was yeah. definitely any Eric. I mean, any character Eric's ever played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not even through episode one yet, guys. Like, I this know. is how cool this is. It was so good. I love and the plot, like you were saying, like the, the pacing throughout it and stuff is is really good. Episode one goes by. Yeah, quick. The pacing is like, and, but it doesn't feel right. Like it feels, well, a, it, it feels a little rushed. A little rushed if you're used to Critical first, Role, it's a long. Uh, it's it's a slow storytelling like uh, medium that it tabletop RPGs are. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely a '90s cartoon where one scene is one like here is the problem. The mm-hmm. next scene here is the answer to the problem. Third scene completion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think for the beginning is is okay, um, but because it it didn't feel clunky though, because like you can rush stuff like that and it can feel really clunky real yeah. time. But um, this felt really. <laughs> sm- I'm gonna do it forever. It. But this, I think, flowed really nicely. It wasn't like... Oh, and the foreshadowing of things that happen later. Yes, which yeah. I think with the Briarwoods coming the in, I think it'll start slowing okay. down. I started to do a rewatch to prep for this mm-hmm. conversation. Um, I only got like 20 minutes in the first episode before I ran out of all the time in the world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's something I didn't notice the first time through. They mentioned the Briarwoods in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say we haven't heard from Whitestone in... Like, no, b- before you even hear about Vox Machina, you hear about the Briarwoods. They're talking in the, the palace, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, like, a- and um, Uriel is, we need the Whitestones. They need to know about this. I'm mean, not the Whitestones. We need the, Briar the Briarwoods. They need to know about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, whoa! Yeah, and then Keem, and then Keem is like, we haven't heard from Whitestone in months. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The last mm-hmm. en- the, uh, envoy we sent there never returned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and um, speaking of like Lady Kima and Alora, or, um, Lady Laura and Kima, Lady Laura, Alora, Alora. Okay. Um, the cast, yeah. Just outside of yeah, um, it's, a good cast. it's an amazing cast. I mean, um, when they were announcing all the cast, like in commercial stuff, I know you guys stayed really pure and you didn't watch any yeah. of the mm-hmm. stuff. I was watching uh, like interviews about the show. I saw the trailer <laughs> to the show. Um, everybody they announced for this. Showed up in the first episode. Yeah. So, are there surprises coming that I don't that we don't know about? There has Probably. to be because there's a lot more yeah. characters. Yeah, there's going to gonna be 24 episodes. Yeah, and I imagine like there's some people like um, Robbie is in there somewhere. Um, 
Fucking Eric. <laughs> I know. Face, I know. Please no. He's a great voice actor. Like you don't he's like him on Critical Role. That's fine. He's a great you voice actor. You don't like yeah. change. Yeah, you don't like change. Um, he's all right. Will Friedle, I imagine, has to show. It could have been worse. It could have <clears throat> been the other. It was already perfect how it was. It didn't need to add anybody else because it. Had... That's that's a dis- yeah. That's a discussion for another time. But um, I imagine Will Friedle has to be there. Oh, probably he, um, he has enough characters and yeah. yeah. And then I imagine like um, Will Wheaton. I imagine he's got to pop up somewhere. I, I got to imagine. Oh my God, they're gonna have um um what's his name? They, he has to the the guy from D and D, the one who plays oh, Spurgeon uh, campaign um, too. Um, he was in the the first season too. Uh, Perkins. Yeah. Do you think Chris Perkins, Perkins is gonna be in this? That'd be cool. I well, mean, like if he was, what do you think he'd be? I don't know. So here's the reason why I it, I was gonna say a reason why it might not is because of like this is something I I was I noticed earlier was one of my notes. Um, Scanlan casts, um, I think this is in episode two, so we can kind of start getting there as well. Um, Bigby's hand, but he calls it Scanlan's hand instead. So I wonder if Chris Perkins wouldn't be, just because I don't know if there's a relationship between Wizards of the Coast or not. That's, but I mean, I don't know. I'm very I, curious about I, that. I only think they, they renamed his spell because it's, it's Scanlan. Anybody watching this who doesn't yeah. know about Dungeons and Dragons, who the hell's Bigby? Yeah, who's Bigby? That's what they're going to think, yeah. I see that point, but to counter that is like with anime um, <clears throat> and other stuff like that, you'll see like people cast spells and it has these weird, crazy names to kind of reference other things and other people. And you're just like, it's the magic. It's what it's called. Whatever. I think when it's a magic spell, I don't think that would hold people up at all. I mean, I, mean, I could be really wrong. Yeah, you're wrong, no, Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it, it, it's not a big thing. It's just something that caught me out. Like, I heard, like my ears was like, oh, huh. I'm something I was curious about, like if there is a relationship with wizards at all with this. Yeah. What have you been liking so much, um, so far about the show, Eric? Mm-hmm. I appreciate how Hoyle Kid is to the characters in the show. Yeah, all of them are how they were in the show. Yeah, no, I yeah. completely agree with you. Even some of like the things they say, like in episode two, we get our first. Um, I would like to rage. From Grog, yeah, which like I got a huge pop out of me the first time I watched. It. Like I came off my fucking seat like Stone Cold just hit the ring. Like I was like, yeah, you know, finally seeing Grog <laughs> do that like was awesome because like he got into a little bit of a fight, a little scrap in the first episode, and I was really missing hearing Travis scream. I've missed that him playing that since Campaign One. I've missed hearing yeah, no, Travis he, scream. I would yeah. like to rage. It was a gold character for mm-hmm. him. Or yeah. Eric, like um, he's such a himbo. <laughs> right? it? It's it's so perfect for him. <laughs> it's just it's amazing. Or you had Vax with her money. Like everything about any anytime coin came yeah, up, yeah. Yeah. she's super on it. Um Keyleth is super insecure about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think they're playing off great. I have yeah. I've, I've yeah. really liked that little kind of side story so far. In that uh first episode her like uh, climbing on those rocks and she like falls and drops her the staff? Yeah and then uh Hax catches it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I just mean the the fundamental uh, mistake of of the show is I, I mixed up their names. Oh, Vex back, <laughs> yeah, if you, listeners! If you listen back, I messed up their names. <laughs> no, to your point, no, absolutely. Like showing the character interplay so far, mm-hmm. like um at the beginning of episode one or maybe even two, I, I can't remember. Like they all the whole group was walking away, and like Pike is sitting on Grog's shoulders. Yeah, and as they're walking one. in episode yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I loved that. Yeah, yeah. or even or, like in the, in the very beginning of episode two, where we see Percy's um. Or yeah, Grog, yeah, Grog um, collecting the hand. Yeah. Like, that is so low. Because, like, for those of you who don't know, through the whole campaign one, Grog has a bag of holding where he's just putting body parts in. Yeah. <laughs> and, to see, and to see him just have a hand, he's going to playing with it, and it's like, that's going to go in his bag for sure. Like, I don't know if they have it yet, but still, like, he's already collecting body parts. I'm so down with this. Yeah. 
<laughs> just like we said, but Percy, we're um uh his gun he keeps missing with it. Yes, misfiring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, off the, right off the bat, the very first time he pulls the trigger, click. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gilmore. Oh my God. Oh, first sight of Gilmore is in episode two. Oh, yeah. that made Blue my right heart, in episode two. That he, made my heart weak. <laughs> he look. He is a beautiful. Beautiful man. He holds any any environment he's in. Like you're, yeah. you're you're staring at him. You're listening to him. His presence is phenomenal. Yeah, and, and I, perfect. And then uh, in his door, he uh, brings up Tusk Love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just it, floats up and glows. Can they hang on it for a minute? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, like you're like, look at we made it. Here it is, everybody. Yep. There's Tusk Love. And Pike's like double take and then stop yeah. and stare. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's phenomenal. <laughs> like just and again, it's like you said, you know, the loyalty to the fans. It is such just an homage to the fans and to the base content. Like uh, the cast of Critical Role was clearly had a big hand in this, but the animators, yeah. the writers, the other directors were obviously oh, huge the, fans of the show. The writers, like, okay. We touch base on they're yeah. true to the characters. Mm-hmm. They're true to the relationships of the characters. Yes. Like yeah. yes, you had the thing where Pike sat on Grog's shoulders, but mm-hmm. everything else, like the little um buddy cop like thing that that um Scanlan and Grog did for a while oh, where yeah. they're looking for the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some good stuff. Yeah, they, yeah it was. <laughs> they, they they um they follow him to this place and then he has to go get help. Get me a sandwich. That is so just <laughs> I'm not going on a food run. <laughs> That All is, right, what do you want? And that Damn. is so perfectly them. Galen hides in the uh, beer barrel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drinks it and he peeks up. He's still like peeking through. Like, yeah. It's so, and that's, again, it just, it's so perfect. And it feels like a D&D game. Because that's something two idiots at a D&D table would do. Scanlan yeah. catches Pike in his arms. Yeah, and it's like, you let me go now. Oh, yeah, sorry. And like the little kind of tension between them. Yeah. It's like, okay, they might. Yeah. And then like. like he's confident with everybody else except yeah. for Pike. And then you've seen like Vax, um. Vaxeldon, yeah, you've seen Vax um, flirt with like, um, kind of halfway flirt with the guy that they cut his hand off, and then they go to Gilmore's. He flirts with Gilmore, and then he flirts with kind of Keyleth. Oh yeah. So like yeah. you can see, he's kind of like it sets the tone early that like, all right, Vax will fuck anything. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah, no, <laughs> like he'll, he'll do it, whatever. <laughs> Not anything. No, he 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 likes uh, like confident men. Yeah. And Keyleth for some reason. Yeah. And, and yeah. just the train wreck that is and will be Keyleth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The, the homage do- of a better world. That's what yeah. it is. Speaking of Kila, do you guys think the uh, goldfish thing is going to happen? Oh, my Can God. If it does, That's if it does, I am going to lose it. That is so late <laughs> campaign, but, man, I, I hope know. so. How, how late campaign? I think they were, like, level Was it after or... the Briarwoods? Yeah, that was way after Briarwoods. I think I know it was past 12 because she's like, we're practically gods. Yeah, we're practically gods. <laughs> but, like, was it after the Chroma Conclave? I think it was, yeah. It could happen. Which, you, which we see hints to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, yeah. It, like, we see hints to the Chroma Conclave. <laughs> I can't say it. The Chroma <laughs> Conclave. That's got to be season two. Yeah. That, that I mean, in, in it would make sense. It yeah. is the, the arc that immediately follows. And I like how each of them are setting each other up. Yeah. Like, um, well, cause there were ties to the Chroma Conclave in the Briarwoods and everything. Now everything no, was no, tied. No, in, in the in in the campaign, um, like we don't get to see it in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they revisit the mansion that uh, General Krieg was that, that had, yeah. right, they find that skull. Grog mm-hmm. does, and it yeah. talks to him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. We don't get to see that. I don't think they're gonna come back to General Krieg's house. But Probably what not. we do see 
is in the um, notebook of the Briarwoods, you see the skull. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they, they do take a nod to it. They mm-hmm. just kind of replace it to keep the story moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. Yeah, it's really cool. All right, what what are you guys' takes on my on episode? in the booty. Yeah, yeah, the booty, yeah, yeah. The booty. <laughs> that was that was so perfect. Well, oh that kind of that kind of leads me to what I was about to ask. So yeah. oh, we're now on episode two. What are your guys' kind of takeaways of this? Like, what were your favorite parts of episode two? What were your a- any critiques you might have had? Um, Eric, let's start with you. Yeah, the uh, dragon fight. All of them have to like pull off to the side and hide. Can like come up with a plan? Yes, yeah, that was cool. I liked that. Yeah. Yep. Very, very reminiscent of sitting at the table and like you all like, yeah. what are we gonna do? Yeah, no, that yeah. was that was my like my, my main note for this um, episode was this like that fight felt again. I, I said at the beginning, this it felt felt like a D and D moment moment because like in D and D you'll be in the middle of this intense fight and then every, one person will go wait 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 hold on stop hold on hold on it's a big moment so if I do this then you'll do this and then you'll do this okay mm-hmm. and then you'll do this. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> You'll stop in, in the middle of a fight and talk for like fifteen minutes. The DM's like, "You don't, ha- you don't have time for that in a fight." And then yeah. they showed it on here as they're moving around doing yeah, stuff. They're, yeah. they're exactly doing yeah. that. As yeah, as somebody who not just loves the show but loves the source of their show, D and D, it just, it, I love it, man. It, I think this is, it's not perfect. There are problems, but man, it is so exactly what my heart wanted for this, and just, just I loved it, man. Yeah, I loved Eric, it so Eric's, much. <laughs> Eric stole my favorite part of the episode. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's no, okay. It was, I think it, that's that's it, the, the point, though. Is it's supposed yeah, to be every episode? Yeah. I mean, no, no, not that part. No, like the the grog with the the dragonborn booty. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, <laughs> they're in this room, <laughs> and everybody's doing their thing, and grog is just enamored with this freaking portrait on the wall of a, a, of a, a dragonborn. It's got a dump truck. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's a dragonborn with a dump truck, just like <laughs> on the wall. And that's not the funny part. The funny part is once they finally fi- figure out that it's a portal somewhere, instead of doing anything with it, Grog just goes over and sticks his fist in it like, <laughs> Ooh, look at it. I'm in the booty. <laughs> I'm in the booty. He just starts <laughs> fisting the ass of the dragonborn. It's like, oh my God. Y- yes, you could say that. Or you could say Grog is being silly. I'm in the booty. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> it's what happened. It is what happened. Um... I think my favorite part of season two or campaign, yeah, no, the whole season, two, yeah, yeah episode of two. episode two. Um, other than that, because you kind of uh, is the door, yes, oh, struggling yes. with the door. I thought that was so funny because, like, in yeah. the the campaign of that thing that happened multiple times. Yeah, their Always major a, enemy is doors. Doors just had a problem with yeah, doors just a simple ass door. And they just yeah. sit there like I almost like I my note for that is they got through the door too easily. Yeah. Like I would have loved to see another like. Forty-five I w- seconds. I, I want a twenty-eight-minute episode of them stuck to get at a door. A door. <laughs> <laughs> like the main gate in fucking Whitestone, they just can't get through. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, just, you know, it's just like if they ever get to a series where they're doing an anime series off of Campaign Two, mm-hmm. I want them to spend a twenty-eight-minute episode trying to figure out a chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the chair? Oh, oh shit! Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any critiques of this episode? Um, I didn't see anything as bad as the dragon. Like, no, I, no, I think no. that continued. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really didn't have any complaints with the um. The pacing was really good, but again, it's it's very simplified. Mm-hmm. Um, which at points is really nice, but at some points it's like I would have liked to see a little more depth. But with the twenty-seven minute episode, I think they did. They've done oh, they, really well. They really put it yeah. all in there. Yeah, and it, it made it feel like it was a complete story. Yeah. yeah, and and episode three, I feel like is setting the tone a bit more for the future. Mm-hmm. One and two were very much here's what's happening, here's what's going on, here's who these characters are, and now here's when to slow her down a little bit and show the story. At the end of episode two, they uh, have their um, castle. 
Yeah, they get the yeah, key. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And that line Hex has, we have a home now. Oh, yeah. I, dude, I... That I, was so great. It was, yeah, it was. It was a great, it was a great line, mm-hmm. but I just got done with uh, Kith and Kin. Yeah. Right? And it, they do... They're not just going off of the show, but like they're taking from that pre-story, like mm-hmm. all the comic books and the yeah. and the novel. It it felt like those. That's those two characters. Like yeah. I saw those two characters from that book. Yeah. Oh man, it's it is so just pure to the source content. I love it so much. But um, yeah, the end of the end of uh, episode two really kind of set the tone for what's coming next. Um, episode three, I loved that opening. Seeing yeah. Percy's history, I love how it was how it was directed and shot. Um, really choppy, dark, yeah. in and out, intense. Um, I really enjoyed the style, like the art style, the direction they went with that opening of of episode three. I thought it was really good. Um, and seeing kind of Percy's past and setting the tone for what's coming, uh, I really liked how that came up like right in the beginning. My my thing with. Are we on episode three now? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. yeah. All right. My yeah. my favorite part of uh, episode three is definitely the fight at the end. The whole fight. Yeah. It was yeah. it was a great fight. With the Briarwoods. Yeah. And, and I think it was it, it set up a lot of things that I think are going to come back later. Like, um, we were discussing this as, as a group yesterday. Uh, the fight between Pike and uh, Lady Briarwood. Mm-hmm. Who Lady Briarwood? Oh my god! Awesome. Yes. I love her. Everything yes. about her. And yeah. she's so good at playing like the evilness because I mean, that's Azula. It, from, it, it, uh, it's, it's an evil character, but it's also like, like I wouldn't mind if they won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be a Briarwood. That's now, fine. On the opposite side of that, I I do like um, Cyrus how how they animated him and, and, and stuff, but like there's piece of me that I I feel he's a little bit more campy, corny than he was in in the show. Like I was expecting a little bit more suave. Mis- yeah, mm-hmm. like he's he's still. What he is, but it just like like the 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 scene with them on the carriage mm-hmm. and um, he had to move the log out of the way. Yeah, those, those yeah. bandits attacked. He wiped the floor with them, and he should have. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was just really cartoony the way that he did it. Like they could have just said, "Oh, try me" or something like that, and just panned away, and you saw the blood splatter or something. And I would have, yeah. all right, it would have set tension for mm-hmm. me. Instead, mm-hmm. he picked up this log, very cartoony like, like it's a solid giant tree and he beat him with it yeah and i was like okay i i completely agree with you there i thought it was cool no it no, was it cool, cool and i loved it I yeah liked it, it just yeah. in my head briarwood was more of like a uh count dracula type of figure like a little bit more i didn't get that from him in the actual campaign in the campaign that's, i didn't that's he was the, like the big beast like yeah. she I, was I, the the kind of i don't I, I it's probably the way that matt voiced him yeah it was very like mm. <laughs> i saw him as like this big violent like yeah. warrior, and I it's saw her, probably my own. Yeah, I saw her as like, like a monster. Yeah, I yeah. saw her very much as that like the Count Dracula, where she was smooth, yeah. suave, and like it, it's fair. Like I did, we 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 saw her a lot more in mm-hmm. in the campaign than we did um, Cyrus. So yeah, what about you, Eric? Pros cons. Um, I liked the uh, tension at the uh, dinner scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. With the disco yeah. ball jockstrap, I was yeah. going to say we can't, we can't, we cannot start talking about the banquet unless we talk about Scanlan's fit. Scanlan it is covered in the pot. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> Singing a song about anal beads. Yeah. Holy shit! 
<laughs> like this is not a show for kids. My I, God, I it is not a show NPC for kids. I love the NPC Lord guy. Like, the very yeah. Beginning, he just asked him where the privy was. Like, <laughs> yeah, I will not, not sleep, sleep with, with you, you sir. <laughs> like, what? And his wife comes up. What? What was that about? Oh, I just wanted to know where the bathroom yeah. was. <laughs> then later, when he's doing his like striptease on the table, the guy's like up, like all blushing, staring at him. It was like that's a great callback. <laughs> so uh, we we kind of skipped over something that I think was my favorite moment of. I mean, as great as the fight was, I think my favorite moment was the ball tag. Just oh, because, yeah. again, it's one of those things where it's like, that is what players do at the, at the D&D table. That's what they do yeah. in a campaign. Yeah, ex- and it's just them fucking around. Yeah. And then, like, it's just that interplay between the characters. Like, at one point, um, Vax is sneaking into the Briarwoods room, and he's, like, walking behind a guard. And he's like matching his footsteps. Yeah, he's like matching his footsteps. The oh, guy yeah. turns around. He turns with him, like stick behind him, and then slides yeah. behind the door. That was awesome. Yeah, it's so. And again, like you said, you know, setting that this is a rogue. That's what he does. And then <laughs> it's just those players were like, this feels like something a D and D player would do, and you animated it for me. Oh my god! No, exactly. Like what a D and D player would do. There's this moment in the show that Grog does the Sorry? exact same thing that I've done in one of Eric's campaigns. <laughs> he's fighting a vampire. What's he gonna do? I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit him in the nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I did that. Mm-hmm. Grog's awesome. Yeah, it didn't work though. <laughs> no, it did not. Not at all. I'm gonna need a full rule set um, for ball tag. <laughs> all the mechanics. Yeah, because he it. says like there's a one pointer, two pointer, four. But it's like it's very in depth rule. I'm gonna need those. I'm gonna need those rules. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need to see how that rolls out. Scanlan, like that whole the detention at the. Uh, um, Banquet offset, Fair like, scene, the silliness yeah. of, of Scanlan was yeah. really well-paced. Like, you could still feel the intensity. Yeah, and it set the tone for... I keep saying set the tone, but for what they're going to do for the show, where there's... It's going to be in-depth and, and dark at times and emotional. And then with, like, the twins saying, you know, we have a home. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah. it's going to show there is going to be an emotion. It is going to be real, but it's also going to be over-the-top silly with yeah. Scanlan covering a guy, guy in pie and singing songs about anal beads. It's like... <laughs> This is one. This is so pure to the show, and yeah. so what a D and D game is. Where there are moments at our D and D table, where with the same exact characters, you put your tail in a man's mouth, yeah. <laughs> and then that character made the rest of the table almost cry. Yeah, like so. I mean, it's it's pure D and D. It's pure exactly what it should be. Um, yeah. And then Matt Mercer being animated as every <laughs> yes. nameless, faceless, useless yes. NPC in the background. Like, every town guard That's you awesome. see is like, oh, every third town guard is fucking Mercer animated. It's like, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Thank you very much. Because I, I want every NPC <laughs> that doesn't have a voice to be Mercer's face. Yeah. Every single one. I don't care if you have, like, an army of 5,000 soldiers. I want 5,000 Mercers with beautiful hair <laughs> just quaffed and floating in the wind. There's an, he's a drag I love from the... Uh, a second episode that we passed over. What was that? Inside of the uh, dragon's horde is the troll dick. The troll dick. Yeah. Yeah. Falls down and hits Scanlan in the head. Well, he found it first. Like when he dove in like Scrooge McTuck in that pile. Like, a troll dick. That thing's going in Grog's bag. Yeah. They're going to have it through the whole show, I think. I hope so, man. I want to see all that so much. They had it. Almost all that first campaign, they had that yeah. troll dick in the back of the yeah. thing. The um, do you guys think at, at any point in time they actually improved on the story? Um, there, there's one moment that really shined for me. I go ahead. Yeah, and I think it, it's the same moment I was about to yeah, say. But yeah, it was in the in the campaign. Um, 
Percy lost it on the attendant of the Briarwoods. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he had this emotional response, and, like, it didn't... Watching the people sitting at the table playing it, like, you could tell Percy had... I mean, Talison had an idea of what was happening in his head, and he played yeah, yeah. it out. But I was like, man, that is so out of place. I don't understand what you're doing right now. Like, mm-hmm. this yeah. is bad. Yeah. Uh, but in the in the show, when they put, like, it in context, where he put the mask on, his voice changed. Yeah. They did that really cool, like, smoky sound yeah, effect you, to his yeah. voice. And even seen the visuals of that black yeah, smoke coming up. And he blew the, the guy's hand off. And it was really intense and really yeah. intimidating. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so out of place. Even the, even they animated the party. What the fuck, Percy? Yeah, like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa. Yeah, no, my, my last Fingers note. were just scattering yeah. everywhere. It was fucking great. Yeah. yeah. My last note for this episode was a big block letters of No Mercy Percy. No Mercy Percy. Because, like, this is the first viewing of it. Because, like... <clears throat> Towson, I, I didn't see that. What? No mercy, Percy. Yeah, it didn't say that. It was oh, no, that comment. was my note. Yeah, okay. sorry, no. Okay, no, like, yeah. My last note for this episode was no mercy, Percy, because like, <laughs> God, they turned the joke. Your soul is forfeit. Yeah, yeah. In into an actual scene, and yeah. like, okay, yeah. okay, and that's his, a different character. His acting in that moment is awesome. was perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so good. Like. Fuck, it was good. Well, like, and is that Talison? Yeah, yeah. You're saying that? <laughs> yeah, like, wow. <laughs> he sold it. Yeah. It was good. And, yeah. and just to see, and again, that's that turn. We're like, this show is going to get serious. This show is going to get dark. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to it. Because especially in this arc, you have to. There's some really intense yeah. shit that goes on in the But they will maintain that levity oh. to make sure that the seriousness yeah. stuff matters. I better that's see so- that conversation with Keyless in the Sun Tree. Oh my I god! Better I, see, I better that. see those. I better see some of those interactions, man. <laughs> I what better was see. Sun Tree's name? Sun I don't Tree. think he had it. It was just Sun Tree. Yeah, oh. it was Sun Tree. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you think was something like Kyle? Yeah. Kyle like the that. Sun Tree. Yeah. What's your name? <laughs> I'm Kyle, Kyle, bro. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> with a fucking monster in his hand. Yeah. Something I want if season two is the uh, Chroma Con- Conclave. The uh, what's my mother's. Oh, what's, what's my, my mother's, mother's name? name? Oh my oh god. god! Oh, oh man! I think that depends on how. F- mm. That better be in there, man. That's that, no, that's that. That's gonna how. Sorry, that's going to be how they set up for season three. They're gonna make you want to watch season three because in the very last episode, Scanlan's gonna flip his shit. And he's leave. gonna look at everybody. What is my mother's name? Yeah, actually, where's I, my that, dog? It might be a lot later because that's after they meet his daughter. Yeah, that's way late. Because oh, uh, still Dode, great. Yeah, but I mean, uh, Terry. That's Dodie and Terry. Terry, Terry, Terry weren't there very long. <laughs> they were in there the rest of the campaign. Yeah, but I'm saying that that was only like the last like what, thirty episodes. No, I mean or they no, were, had it, been more than that. It I was guess. a lot. Like they they went to um, uh, what's that desert place? Amon. Amon. No, 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 no. Uh, not a mon. I'm sorry. Where, uh, um, where they're at in campaign three, where they're starting. Yeah, um, I forgot. Marquette. Marquette. They went mm-hmm. to Marquette. Yeah. Well, wait, no. They met the dragon in the in the Chroma Conclave. They were already aware of some stuff during that point because oh, yeah. they went for his help. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch campaign. One. Oh, it's been wow. so long. I Dude, can't remember the, the God, timeline. They're going to capture. I mean, no, they're going to capture. They're going to work with the the green dragon. Oh, uh, Raishan. Yeah, I Raishan. forgot about that. Who's yeah. going to voice Raishan, do you think? Who I don't know. That's got to be... Who knows? They had Tenet for the blue guy? Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to voice... Uh... Oh, crap, his name. The red one. Uh, uh, oh, man. The big guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, why am I blanking on his name That's got to be a powerful... Vo- That'll probably be Matt. That has to be Matt, that right? Matt, or um, I could see... Uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba? Yeah. Um, no, uh... 
He's playing uh, the king. Um, you think he's going to play two characters? He could. David, yeah, I mean, I could. I mean, yeah, he could. Yeah. I'm just like. Just changes because he's got that Kari deep. Kari Payton. thank you. Yeah. Man. I don't know if he would. Probably not. I mean, but. like, he's such a prominent role right now. Yeah, the sh- and, and he does not. He doesn't go away for a while, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Grog is gonna get that sword, and he's gonna fucking talk to it. I can't wait. I can't wait for him to talk. So, so we're kind of talking about the future. So I think we'll kind of wrap it up. We'll start with you, Eric. What is one moment you really, really hope we get to see animated? Oh, in in we'll we'll keep it in the Briarwood arc. What's one moment in this Briarwood arc you really want to see? The Briarwood arc. It's hard because there's so much that happens. I'm not sure. Um. What about you, Jeff? You got you, one? You go first. Come back to me. You got one, Jeff? You go first. Me? Okay. Um, I asked the question. I'm, I'm kind of struggling with yeah. it, too. Yeah, don't but, ask uh, something you don't have an answer yeah, for. Yeah, sorry. I think something I really want to see is... Um, so when they're... Uh, at one point, they're in... It's kind of towards the end, like right before they start their assault, and they're underground um, under the... Uh, in that basement of that house, and they're under the sun tree. Mm-hmm. And then that mist comes in, and they get that fight in that tunnel. Mm-hmm. That is only because like, I'm kind of claustrophobic, and that moment, like when I first listened to that, it was late at night, um, and I was just like, kind of in a dark space, and I was listening to that, and I was like, "That is just so scary! Fighting these yeah. monsters in the dark, they're kind of fogged, you can't really hurt or kill." Like I feel like that's gonna be really intensely animated. I would, I really want to see that moment because that moment gave me chills as it happened. Mm-hmm. So to see it animated as well as I think the show is being animated, I'm, I would really looking forward to seeing that. Um, one, one moment I, I hope happens in the, the Briarwood, um, campaign, not campaign, but the arc that they didn't show on the show, but I want to, I want to see it in the show to explain something to prove that I was right was, um, every time Lady Briarwood dies and comes back and (laughs) Matt never really explains it, Mm -hmm. he's using the clone spell. (laughs) She has a tube somewhere (laughs) with her body in it. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I'm just calling that and I want to see that. I want to just see like it just in a casual thing in the background. She walks by a room, and there's a tube with her body in it. Yeah. Yeah. That was really dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm that kind of dork. <laughs> no, but the, and I think that's the kind of stuff, like, the Easter eggs they are dropping in, is the stuff really lo- to, the, to the fans of D&D and to the fans of Critical Role. What about you, Eric? What's that, what's that what you want to say? Uh, I want the uh, tree, her, her, like, their bodies dressed up like them on it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, like yeah. when they very yeah. first arrive in Whitestone, right? Yeah. Yeah, um yeah, yeah. I was thinking of that too. I was kind of couldn't remember when that happened. If it was when they had left like first shown up and then done some stuff and then left and come back. Yeah. But I think you're right. It's when they very first show up. Cuz like yeah. and they're, when they're leaving at the end of episode 3, um Delilah yells, you know, come visit. You're always welcome home. But then they get arrested, which sets a really good hook for coming up cuz like they're really intent yeah. on like especially Percy, he's like I need to get revenge on these people. So you think, okay, here's the mission. They're going to go after the Briarwoods right now. We're going to see all this go down. There's some cool shit. But then all of a sudden, boom, they're arrested. So, and then the, you, know, you see um, Silas put like some uh, a spell on the king at one point. So you're yeah, like, ooh. Like- which I think was sug- or suggestion or control person or something. I can't yeah, remember. Something. But, but um, now they're under charming. arrest. It's charm. But now they're under arrest. And you know that they're yeah. going to have to figure that out. But they also really want to go get the Briarwoods. So... That juggle of what's coming next, how's this going to shake down? It really has me hooked and excited to see what happens with the next uh, batch I, of I think episodes. they're just going to be able to explain away the 
like where do you think the priorities went? Mm-hmm. Make them explain it. Because I can't remember. Again, this has been so long. I can't remember what happens here. Cause I think did I think they got arrested in the the campaign like this. I think they, I think Uriel catches them after that fight. I honestly don't remember. It was yeah. so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of an overall grade. Last thing we'll say here. What's your overall grade for all three? For, for what you've seen so far? There's not enough of them. Mm-hmm. So it gets an A plus to me. Yeah? Yeah. For now? A plus? I'm giving it an even A because of the shitty dragon. <laughs> the shitty yeah. dragon. Yeah. Uh, you can't go back and watch those two episodes without seeing it now. No. I know. Yeah, and there's like, a... There, it, uh, yeah. And if they do the Chroma Conclave, I don't want to oh look at Oh, my God, five. no. Yeah. Oh, no, we get five of those things? Mm-hmm. I don't want to look at five of those fucking things, please. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that has me a little worried. Because I was okay with it. I was just like, eh. And then you said that, and I was like, that. fuck. I started, think, I started really thinking about what because it looked like, and I was like, mm. Yeah. Raishan, that's the name I was remember, trying to remember. We both said that earlier. No, yeah. that, that's... We both said that's Raishan. Not, that's not... That's the green one. What's the red one? We can't remember. I keep wanting to say Thordak, but that's the... You're right. No, that's right. Is it, it is Thordak? Thordak? Oh, yeah. I kept yeah. thinking that was the, the big guy that um, Grog fight fought. That, that, was gonna, the, that was gonna destroy me. Wait, no, Thordak is the, the other... Uh, Goliath is the red one. I thought Thordak was the Goliath that um, Grog fought. No. Who, what's his name? It doesn't matter. No, good, um, good, good point. Yeah, but I think Thor. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's Thordak. But um, so you give it an A, and hopefully we don't see more of those dragons like that. Ten out of ten. Yeah, I'm I'm with Eric. I'm gonna give this a solid A, almost an A plus. Because for me, I think this was damn near perfect for what I wanted to see for this. So confirmed, it's Thordak. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. All right. <laughs> um, oh, dude, we're gonna get to see. That's why. That's how they're gonna spread across. Oh, that's still gonna be the Chroma Conclave. Yeah. Like when they're going and trying to fight everybody, they're, you brought up Grog's um, uncle, and they're going to fight him mm-hmm. during the Chroma Conclave Cavdak. episodes. Cavdak. Yeah. They're Cavdak, Thordak. They're right there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to get to see Grog's. Like, you know how they're changing a little bit of stuff? Mm hmm. I wonder if in the Briarwood arc, because it's a whole undead thing, they're going to do Grog's dad. Because they, oh. they do references to him in the in the playthrough but you never really get to see it mm-hmm. he was undead at some point yeah hmm. strong draw strong draw okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 strong draw yeah strong draw strong mm. draw yeah so it this definitely has me hooked really excited oh, i'm so it in. left such a great yeah. taste and you know i think i like it so much too because the wheel of time sucks so hard <laughs> <laughs> i can't leave it alone it sucks so hard and now this is this is so great it made it even better for me but i loved it like i said strong a Cannot wait to see where this goes. You, mm-hmm. Yeah, you could tell that the creators were not just fans of the content, but fans of the fans of the content. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, um, we're gonna be doing these specials um, once a week until season one is over. Um, yeah. We're gonna batch yep. them up. We're gonna listen to the, you know the three episode batches and then break them down a little bit. And yeah, four bonus episodes, guys. Yeah, four yeah. bonus episodes. We're gonna be releasing them hopefully. Around um, it. a couple days after each batch releases, we'll be releasing. You'll get it when we get to yeah, it. You'll get it when you get it, fuckers. Great. We're professionals. Leave us alone. Um, speaking of you, fuckers. Hey, thank you for the interactions. We love you. Yeah, we love Don't you. Listen to him. Thank you yeah. for the interactions we've been getting on Twitter, Instagram, um, all the listens. You know, thank you guys. Um, hit us up. You know, send us some messages on Twitter, um, at Chaotic Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff is kind of handling handling a lot of the stuff on there. Yeah, you reply, but, I'll say hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we all we all see a lot of that stuff. Um, 
But yeah, hit us up. You know, tell us what you like, what you don't like, things you'd like to hear us talk about, uh, things you don't want us to talk about anymore. Um, but yeah, so this has been our Legends of Vox Machina special. We got more coming up. Uh, yeah, love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Uh, wait. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said hello.